hit refresh during the spring home sale spectacular at JCPenney. Save 50% on bedding, bath, windows, and more from household brands like Fieldcrest and Liz Claiborne Home. Need a total spring reset? Get your family organized from floor to decor and add even more home sweet home vibes when you save an extra 30% with coupon. Stock up and spring ahead. JCPenney. Offers valid on select styles through 319. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. And now it's time for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. It's the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. Can we stop singing? Um, you're supposed to go bum bum bum. Yeah, but the bum 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 is apparently getting the hint that we need to stop singing. We're what? probably losing listeners. No, no, no. We're putting out the ninja talent to bring in more listeners. Mm-hmm. That that's what we're doing. We're bringing in Good. more listeners with the ninja. They're impressed by the the, the voice of the ninja. No, no, no. no. You know the bad part is you're saying my singing is horrible, mm-hmm. but going through the mic and into this headset, I sound amazing. It's all in the settings. No, really, it's all in the settings. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like that auto tune. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> I mean, it's not great, but it's not as irrescriptionally bad as you make it out to be once it gets processed. Okay, processed. Right? It, it, it's like cheese. It's o- it's okay processed. It's okay, but it ain't great. I, I, that's what I said, though. It's not great, but it's I okay. See, you're like that generic, oh. generic dollar store cheese. Singing. Generic. Dollar store cheese. That that's hurtful. Look, I'm just being honest. Like you can be honest with me. Like I don't sing when I know people are listening. I sing in the shower in the car when there ain't no one there. Or when or, you don't know the mic's on. Or if I don't know the mic's on. <laughs> but still, I know my it's time for you to learn. We ain't singers, honey. Oh, I, I feel like I could be like the next Beethoven. He didn't oh, sing, did he? Oh, that doesn't work. Never mind. Oh, I thought we were talking about the dog movie, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. Wow. No, you know, the real Beethoven. Well, I never know. With you, honey? No. I, I think I sing better than a dog. Although I did use somebody who didn't sing to make that point. That, that's, yeah. That's... I think that's why I thought the dog, because I'm like, no, he knows better than that. I just wasn't thinking. I did know better. Um, I was trying to think. If there's, was there any classic composers that did sing along with their stuff? Or were they all like, like me and shouldn't be singing? They knew where their talents were. Yeah. We can make music. We shouldn't just sing music. So I'm going to start writing rap songs. Otherwise known as poems. And be a ninja poet. Oh. Don't you know it. See? Right there. I already started. No, I'm not. <laughs> Ninja poet, don't you? Oh, come on, that was, that was good. That was good stuff. Because I could throw my ninja star for so very, very far. I'm hiding the shame for them. I ain't no shame in my ninja game. Get it? Shame game? Huh? 
That was actually a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I have my my moments. All right. So, obviously, the ninja wife is here. And we all know... I'm always here. I live here. Well, on the show. You're not always (laughs) on the show. (laughs) But if the ninja wife is on the show, what does that mean? Movies. Entertainment. All the lovely ladies here. Because... She is awesome. And occasionally, <laughs> I get her mad talking about politics. We don't talk about politics. Politics? No. <laughs> then it's the angry ninja and angry ninja wife. Yeah, no. Not, I, I don't like when I'm mad. Nobody likes when you're mad. You're very scary. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're not. You're proud of your scary sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it's funny washing people's faces. Right? I'm just saying. Like... I had to have surgery, and she threatened a nurse. It was horrible. They tried to take the chair if I was sleeping in. That's not the time I was talking oh, about. Oh, they wouldn't tell me nothing about you, so. They didn't know. But we ain't talking about that, honey. Well, it made me feel loved. Because <laughs> you are loved. Okay, we're in so topic here. We're randomizing. Okay, well, we're going to randomize in our third nostalgia. Third. Yes, and unfortunately, the conscript won't be here for this one. So we're going to hear less about games, which is sad because I actually like talking about yeah. games. I wish he was nostalgic about a game that came out in the last 10 years, but hey, it's still actually good stuff. Yeah. Actually, it makes me want to go back and play Diablo again. I haven't played the first one, so it kind of makes me want to play the first one. If you can get past the graphics, you'll be okay. See, I tried to play a game with the kid once on like a Nintendo. The emulator that we bought? Yeah. yeah. And he goes, what is wrong with this? I think it's broken. I said, what do you mean? He goes, look at it. Mom, it's broken. I said, now, honey, that's just how it was. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> and I said, why? He goes, if that's what you grew up with, I'm so sorry. Uh, but he goes, it's okay. You got you got Assassin's Creed now, Mom. Oh, <laughs> uh, and you know, he's not wrong. Right. So I go back and try to play these games. And I'm like, oh, it just. Yes. I spent how many of my hours doing what? Right. Oh, now no. there is one game that I still play, and that's Donkey Kong. I love Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, I don't think I ever, ever played that one. Well, we're going to find it and we're going to play it. Okay. I we'll, love we'll, get, we'll get some banana ones. Isn't that you collect bananas? You <laughs> do, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you have Diddy, the little mon- monkey. Okay. It's so cute, but he's, I love that game. I mean, that sounds very nostalgic to me. It is very nostalgic. Yeah. You know what's really hard to go back and play, though? What? Super Mario Bros. The original. Yes. I'm all like, why? That I, I spent so many hours of my life playing this game. And I lots. I beat it multiple times. I figured out how to beat it quickly as possible, for me anyway. I can't. Do you know what the world record is for that? What? It's like four minutes. Really? They beat the entire game. That's ridiculous. Yeah, he's really good. He has to be. I'll show you the video later. Okay. Off sidetrack. <laughs> no, it, it ain't sidetrack because we were nostalgic for old games. We were. We were filling in for our dear departed. Well, that makes me feel sound gay. Yeah, he, he's not dead. He's just at his real job. Yeah. He, he's our, uh, he's well, off making ducats. His soul. <laughs> okay, so the first one is yours, and I honestly have never seen this movie all the way through. I just haven't. Yeah. You've never 
seen Free Willy all the way through? No. Oh my lord. Lord helps all. Uh, time frame and when it came out, I didn't really care about Wells. Well, There's three of these movies. Yeah. I, at one point... You own all of them right now. They're upstairs. I do own all of them. But at one point, you would have to buy a special movie and you got these little mini Wells. <laughs> and on the bottom of the Wells, it had their names. What? You had Luna, you had uh, Willie. Yeah, and it, I had all those as well. This movie almost picked my career path. And wow. then... You realize you didn't like water? I'm like a... I was supposed to be born a mermaid, y'all. I'm just saying. But there's one thing about the ocean that I don't like. What? Sharks. Whatever. It's not that I don't like, like them. I just don't want to be really close to them. And if you want to grow up to be an oceanographer, you gotta... Be around sharks and stuff. Yeah. That took my career back. But yeah, you, put on, you just put on the chain shark suit and get in there and swim with them. Yeah, no. But I grew up loving these movies, and these movies are like the best. I remember watching the first one like five times in a row. So much. I think my parents burnt my first copy. <laughs> <laughs> like, do do do. What happened to Free Willy? I, you know, it melted inside the DVD player. We don't know what happened. Like, something happened to it, but my dad ended up buying a new copy, but still. He, like, just, he needed a break. Right. We'll buy you another copy when we get paid in three weeks. <laughs> right? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, and you had the first one, and then you had the second one, and you had the third one where, I mean, it's he's going with this kid who loves Wells, right? Right. But the kid's dad is a whale hunter for the oil and stuff and harpoon stuff. And so he has to stand up to his dad's stuff. That was the third one. So, yeah. It's a little... And the second one, he finds out he has a half-brother, the main dude, Charlie. Yeah. So just watch the first one. Is that what you're saying? Because that's what I did. Oh, no. I love them all. Okay. And, but the first one is, like, the best one because that's when... He like takes the whale and he breaks it out of the aquarium and it jumps over and it lands in the ocean and it's free really. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm sorry. You're five. I am five. Free really. <sighs> sorry. I don't mean to ruin your childhood, but yeah. Free you can't ruin my childhood. Shoot. Okay. You actually picked the next one too. I did. But this is kind of nostalgia for both of us. It is. Although, I mean, I was a little bit older when this came out, but it was Michael Jordan. It was Bugs Bunny. Not that much older than you, Shush. I'll start spitting out numbers. I'll do it. Okay. Oh, wait, I already told everybody your, your age. Never yeah. mind. Bite. But the same one was Space Jam. Right? I mean, who doesn't love Space Jam? You got Bugs Bunny, Tasmanian Devil, Michael Jordan. Larry Bird, Muggsy. Right? Sean Bradley. Don't forget Sean Bradley. Well, I'm just, I'm going down the list here. Charles Barkley. Patrick Ewing. I love the scene in this movie where they're all in therapy. (laughs) Are you you having troubles in other areas? No. (laughs) Yeah. I love the therapy. I mean, uh, and Bill Murray, he was. Bill Murray was in it? Larry Bird? Yeah. I mean, it's a great movie, and it has. Your cartoon childhood mixed with your 
iconic basketball heroes as children. And they introduced Lola Bunny. Yes, we get Lola, who is better than all the boys. Of course, she's the only one that actually knows how to play a sport. Right. And they go up against... And Danny DeVito. Yeah, he was the voice of the head alien. Oh, uh, yes, he was. <sighs> but, that, I mean, it's just a great movie. And you're like, how do you feel about the fact that they're going back to make a new one? I'm torn, okay? Because would I love to see it on the Space Jam? Absolutely. And unlike you, I don't have the hang-up with uh, LeBron LeBron James. Yeah, I don't have the hang-up. LeBron, though they touch me, give me a foul, I'm going to throw myself across the court and act like a baby. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. My problem is, are they going to be able to make it? Or when I watch it, I'm not going to think, okay, damn, you just ruined my childhood. Yeah, the answer to that is probably no. Probably not. But, so I'm I'm excited and I'm scared. Yeah, but in order for this movie to be accurate, LeBron James has to flop at least twice per play. Has to, otherwise it's not an accurate. You're so hateful. I you know no. He, you gonna call Spade Spade? You just hateful. I, well, no, he is a great basketball player, and I will admit that he's not as good as Michael Jordan. He's not as even good as Larry Bird. Definitely not as good as Kobe Bryant. He's still a great basketball player and can do amazing things and, and has a high basketball IQ. But the stuff he does to flop and just makes me want to go, I hate the way you play basketball. I remember when Michael Jordan got his hand broke while he was going in for a dunk. If he didn't flop, he scored. You know, that's... See, and that's one of the things that makes me sad about this movie. So, like, a long time ago before we got together, yeah. I was watching Space Jam with some friends. And we're like, if they ever made another Space Jam, who would your top people be? Now, most of us picked Kobe Bryant. Yeah, Kobe Bryant. I would love to have seen that. Right? And, but that can't happen, and that makes me so sad, because I think he would have been... A million times better than LeBron. I think it would have been a great movie, and I wouldn't have the same fear that I have now. Yeah. I'm always going to have that fear. Anytime they do a remake, I have that fear. Especially, there's been so many disappointing ones. They've redone from yeah. my childhood. So, uh, yeah, I always have that fear. There's not a movie they go, oh, we're going to remake this. Nope. Nope. I like it better when they pretend like it's a sequel. Right. Or a prequel. Yeah. Like, okay, this doesn't hurt my childhood. It's it's a part two. I love prequels. Like, especially if you watch a movie that kind of started halfway through the person's life or whatever. Yeah. But then you get that prequel of, what led them there? Yeah. Oh, I love me a good prequel. So, anyway, everybody, watch Space Jam, watch Bugs Bunny, play basketball with Michael Jordan. The Tomb Squad against the Monsters. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Okay, and now to my pick. I don't know if y'all know, but I am a giant uh, comic book nerd. He's just a nerd. Yeah, but really comics. Yeah. And comic characters. I mean, I love movies. I love sci-fi. I read fantasy novels. I do all of it. But really, it all comes, always goes back to comics. Mm-hmm. So, of course, my next two are comics. Superman. The original Christopher Reeve Superman. Love those movies. Even the horrible fourth one. And the third one with the computer wasn't much better. Great movies. Richard Pryor was in Superman 3. Mm-hmm. Great movie. They were good movies. Um, 
and I really like how they took a chance on the first one, where they really wanted to, except the first two were supposed to be one movie, and the director said it'd be too long, make it two movies, and the studio's like, well, we don't know if people are going to watch this. He goes, mm -hmm. they will, trust me. And sure enough, they took the chance, did the first one, giant hit, went ahead and made the second one. There's only one problem in my mind with those movies. And after it gets explained to me, I'm a little more okay with it, but the way they portrayed it in the film, I did not like. When he travels back in time. Why do you like it? Well, the way they portrayed it in the movie, it didn't look like he was traveling back in time. He starts flying around the earth in reverse. Yeah. And then you start seeing everything just backing up in reverse. The earth starts spinning backwards. The car, you know, blows lane comes alive, goes up, all that stuff. Which, just watching it look like, oh, he made the earth spin backwards, so that might time go backwards. Not the, actually the Einstein theory that if you travel faster in the opposite direction, you get skipped through time. The way they portrayed it, it didn't look like you traveled through time. It looked like, oh, if the earth spins the other direction, time's going to go backwards. But they explained it later, and, and it made more sense. But other than that, loved all of them. I got, I got hung up on that one when I was a kid. I'm like, if you spin backwards, that doesn't make time go. What was the first thing that introduced you to Superman? My dad. No, I mean, like, the first thing. Was it, like, a comic? Was it... I would actually probably say this movie. Was it this one? Yeah. This is literally probably where it all started. Do you know my very first ever anything Superman... Ah, uh, I bet you'll never ever get it. Your bed covers when you're a baby. <laughs> really? I'm just saying. I know your dad. <laughs> you didn't know my dad, but no. So there was this one episode of I Love Lucy, okay? Oh, and <laughs> old black and white, Superman. black and white Superman, and he makes a cameo in this. And it's been a minute since I've seen it. But I think it's like little Ricky's birthday or something. Mm -hmm. And he's supposed to come through the window and stuff. And she ends up on the ledge. And then so Superman, this guy, goes, you know, to help her back in. And comes through and there's Superman in the living room with the kid. And that was my very first thing with Superman. You had the Superman who couldn't even fly. Yeah. But then I went from that to Christopher Reed's. Yes. And then that was the journey to the comic books who led me to find, you know, reform to Batman. Look, that unfortunately I'm kidding, I'm Batman. Kidding. My daddy loves Batman. Batman's awesome. So I've dealt with Batman all my life, so sure. But yeah, that was my very first thing with Superman. And that interaction right there was like, well, if it's good enough for Lucy, then I'm gonna go find Superman. So because Lucy liked it and you like it, is this like a code? All Gingies must like Superman? Is, is it, mm? Well, no, it's just that thing that. So, this show I like, and they introduced them. I think that's why they do crossovers sometimes for new shows. Oh, it is. <laughs> so, that's exactly why. And it works so well for me. Anytime you on Lucy, you're like, I should watch that. That's how I discovered Scott Sickler. Or on Lucy, I didn't know what back that. No, far. no, but, but but crossovers. I'm a big Chris Hardwick fan. Yeah. Since the days of Singled Out. Wasn't Jane McCartney on that too? Yeah, but she quit and Carmen Elijah came in. But the the really funny person on that show was Chris Hardwick. Mm -hmm. He's he what made me come back because he would always always they'd be leaving. 
because I got whatever. He'd always have, in the mic, say these horrible things about the people as they left. And he'd get away with it because... In front? Well, he, no, they couldn't hear him. Oh. He was literally saying into the mic where we could hear the audience, but the guys he was saying it to that were, you know, four times the size that could break him like a twig. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> So made me love that show and he started a podcast and he's interviewing people and one of the interviews he did was with Scott Sigler and they talked about um, the book series that you're totally sick of the intergalactic football league every time I come in the kitchen or come in the bedroom if I leave you alone for like five seconds that's what I hear playing whatever it is great now look I ain't gonna lie there's been a night or two that I pretend to be sleeping so I don't get no grief because I give him grief all the time about this and it, it's decent. It's good. I mean, I'll, I'll listen to it sometimes. But when it's all you hear, every time you enter a room, you get tired of it. Well, you caught me while I was re-listening to all the books because the new one was coming out. And there's six of them. Yeah, but see, you went back to re-listen to them, so I've already heard them. And I'm like, why are we listening to this again? Why am I sleeping, dreaming of aliens playing football? Uh, this is a bad time to say the new one's coming out. I gotta re-listen again. <sighs> you know what? I'll probably listen to it. Because they're good. They're good. It's just, I don't want to hear them for like the 14,000 times. They're almost all of my audible, all but one. I know. Trust me. I know. You know, you could, and I can get you the, the first one if you want. I'm just saying. That way you can listen to them in order. I'm good. The Journey of Quentin Barnes. It's amazing stuff. It's a good story. It was well written. Scott was an amazing writer. And for y'all that don't know, Scott Sigler apparently approves of this podcast. He probably us on this podcast. What? Sweet. Right? Okay. Move it on. We'll move on. We're going to move on. From space football. <sighs> you know how you say it like that, but way more to it. Well, you know. Yeah, there's way more to it. But, I mean, when you first said space football, I was like, what? Well, you... Is this like... Star Wars playing football. No. Yeah, once I started listening, it wasn't. <laughs> I, I, he created this whole universe with all these different races, and that was it's amazing. It is, it, it is amazing. It is so well written. And, you know, sometimes I'll listen to an audiobook because, you know, when you're cleaning or cooking or pretending to be asleep, <laughs> it's nice to listen to things. And I bought some books, and I was like, Okay, this sucks. I want my money back. But those I've listened to and pretend to be asleep and listen to them so I don't get crap. They're well written and they they bring you in almost immediately. Oh, yeah. And that's hard to do. So props to him. And, and really, one of the things I think he does, we're so off topic, but Scott Sigler, guys, get some Scott Sigler in your life. But um, is in between chapters... He has these little mini parts where he breaks down the anatomy of the aliens so you can really understand why these aliens are the way they are and do what they do. Mm -hmm. And it breaks down not just that their history and things about their culture and stuff like, oh, why are the Sklerno so fast? Well, because when they're born, yeah. if they ain't fast, they die. <laughs> like, I mean, it's really well written. And oddly enough, I say go listen to them all. There you go. The first one uh, is called The Rookie by Scott Sigler. Yes, it is. And, and you can go from there. Yeah, it is. All right. Now for my last movie. The movie of movies. The movie that made 
A little kid happy. Batman. But what's Batman? Um, the first one, we're going nostalgia here. Um, the nineteen eighty eight Michael Keaton Tim. That's Curry. one of my favorites. It was my favorite until because in nineteen eighty eight I was only seven. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. So I wasn't as into the comics yet. I was reading them a little bit, but And I watched it a couple years after Yeah. And so my problems with that movie now go back to my problem with every comic book movie almost where they totally mess up the story. Mm -hmm. But for what it was when it came out, it was amazing. It was the dark Batman rather than the happy go lucky Hey Chum. Nineteen sixty six. Well, no, the comics were like that for a long time. But yeah. Um, the first really dark Batman comic was by uh, Frank Miller. It was like The Dark Knight Returns, and that Batman was basically suicidal. So, uh, it brings that to the picture. Jack Nicholson as the Joker, great. Even though they messed up his origin story really bad, still Jack Nicholson, great. Joker. Not as good as Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger killed it. Yeah, I like the kid from Gotham. Right. I don't care what people say. No, he was good. He was a... Gotham itself was horrible. He was awesome. It started off so strong, though. It did. And then it plummeted. It Hardcore. Like, because the problem with Gotham would be the same. Was, was at this point, so I'm really... I know, like, the origin story of almost every comic book character that I'm into. And all their back... I know all their origin stories. And Gotham went and said, Nope. We don't care about any of those origin stories. We're going to do whatever we want to do. And that was bad enough. But the thing about Gotham that ruined it for me was the one thing about Commissioner Gordon was he yes. was the law abiding straight lace no matter what. Yeah. And and, and he's and, like taking out mob members and uh, yeah, like his first season he's murdering people. Yeah. I'm like, what that's not that's not Gordon. That's not how Gordon would get down. Ever. You can't do that. He was the one honest cop. Yeah. And in that, he was... And that's why him and Batman work together. Yeah. It was the only reason. And Catwoman and Batman being childhood friends. Yeah. What? I mean, I could almost go along with that. I know I don't stick with the story, but I could almost go along with that. There was just a lot of other things. But I love that dude. I don't care if he was supposed to be the Joker or wasn't the Joker. Yeah, no. He made... He would be a great Joker. He, he would. He had the laugh. Yeah. And that's all you need. If you got the laugh, you can work on everything else. Yeah. But we're talking about nostalgia. So what is your very first welcoming to the world of Batman? Actually, my first one would have been the 1966 Batman. It would. We, I watched those on reruns all the time, and I loved them. But then I saw this movie, I'm like, oh, this is so much better. And see, I watched the 1966 Batman. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it was funny. Yeah. It was nice. Um, I love Catwoman in nineteen sixty six. Yes. There's two though. Yes. There was Eartha Kitt. Yes. And there was Julie Newmont. Yes. And I love them as Catwoman. But my real I wanna say, oh Batman was the ninety two anime series. series. Yes. That that look I like Batman before that, but that one just drives the nail home. Like, if it wasn't for the animated series, I may not be as big of a Batman fan as I am now. If it wasn't for the animated series, and I don't think a lot of people know, uh, we probably wouldn't have Harley Quinn. No, Harley Quinn was made up for that series. Yeah. They wanted to 
take the edge off the Joker because they thought he was a little little intense for the animated series. So they brought in a girl for him. Yeah, and who knew she was the crazy one? And of course, we all love Harley now. We like, do. Harley's my fate. Pudding. Well, Harley and Ivy. Yeah. Yeah. Although, you didn't like the Ivy that was in Arkham Knight. I did not like the Ivy that was in Arkham Knight. Um, that, that one was really cool. Because she embraced the plant stuff. Anyway, right. That's a video game. We're moving on. Yeah. But, yeah, so. Batman, Superman. All of them. Free Willy. Um, <laughs> it's already mid. I know it's nostalgia, but start acting like a five-year-old. I can't help it. Free Willy. <sighs> Every time you say Free Willy, I remember this horrible sitcom, this horrible joke. And I'm not going to tell the horrible joke again because you're already shaking your head in shame, but it was funny. They had to go Free Willy. Because <laughs> uh, it, it was stuck. <laughs> Lord have mercy on my soul. Oh, I love you, honey. I love you. Alright, guys. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up the last nostalgia show for now? Uh, how about we all should sit down and rediscover our childhood? You know what? That is the ninja homework. I want everybody who listens to the show to pick their favorite childhood movie. Go watch it and tell us what it is. Yeah, I mean, what's more exciting than visiting something from your past? Right, just make sure it's a good movie. It doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to pick a good one half time. Whatever. You're right, I don't. You're right. I picked Pumpkinhead at one point. You did. Yeah, I I think you're mad at my dad about that one. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) All right. All right, guys, that is the show for the night. Everybody have a ninja night. Bye. All right, this is some just listening from the Angry Ninja. It's the Slightly Off-Key podcast. Slightly Off-Key. Angry Ninja approved. My boy Porkchop and Mitch putting out the good stuff. Funny. And to be honest with you, it's a little bit off-key. But it is good times. And it is Ninja approved. And also... I approve. Ninja wife approved. Now, to be honest with you, a little bit heavy on the language on this one, so maybe not family approved, not ninja family approved, but definitely adult ninja approved. Good times for all. That's the Slightly Off-Key Podcast. Everybody should check that out. Bye. All right, guys, that was the show. And if you want to talk to the angry ninja, the ninja wife, battle, or even, on occasion, the conscript, there's a couple ways to do that. Do you remember what they are, Ninja Wife? On Facebook. On Facebook, search for Ask the Angry Ninja Show. There's a whole page dedicated to us. On Twitter. At Seaman2342. Uh-oh, she drew a bug. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's the email. Yeah. Um, AskTheAngryNinja at gmail.com. And also on the Facebook, there's a link where you can record an audio message. In question, and we'll, if it's real good, we'll even play the audio message on it and answer your question. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Be kind. Please be kind. She pretends like she's sensitive, but she'll stab you. She don't really care. I am sensitive. And thank you for joining us, as always. Alright, everybody have a good night. I hope you enjoyed the show. Bye!
Hit refresh during the spring home sale spectacular at JCPenney. Save 50% on bedding, bath, windows, and more from household brands like Fieldcrest and Liz Claiborne Home. Need a total spring reset? Get your family organized from floor to decor and add even more home sweet home vibes when you save an extra 30% with coupon. Stock up and spring ahead. JCPenney. Offers valid on select styles through 319. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. 